So two friends of this program, uh, John Rich, uh, Big and Rich fame, and also he has his new show on the on the Fox Business Network, and Mike Rowe, who also has his new show on the Fox Business Network, um, and of course does the, did the show for years, Dirty Jobs, and my favorite show, Deadliest Catch. It's the greatest show ever. I love it. Um, and he narrates that. Anyway, so I read that John Rich and Mike Rowe team up together. And at first, I'm pissed off, but why didn't they ask me to join? They're supposed to be friends of mine. And they come up with a new Christmas song. And it's kind of funny, a playoff of Mike Rowe's show, Dirty Job. And it's called Santa's Got a Dirty Job. Listen. Don't you know that Santa Claus got a dirty job? Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. And he does it all night long. Never slows down. He's gotta keep on pushing them reindeer hard if he's gonna hit every town. Sneaking in, sneaking out for 24 hours straight. Gotta outrun them big guard dogs. Gotta do whatever it takes. Don't you know that Santa Claus got a dirty job? Santa Claus got a dirty job. Oh, Santa Claus, he's a big man. He is. visits over 300 million folks every year. And everywhere he goes, you know what he finds? What? Cookies. And he eats them. He's got it. He's Santa Claus. It'd be rude not to. I'm just saying, you wake up in the middle of the night, you see that big man in your house making a beeline for the bathroom. You best get out of his way because, you know. Santa Claus got a dirty job. Dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. Dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. And he does it all night long. Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. And he does it all night long. Yes, he does it all night long. It does it all night long. All right, John Rich, Mike Rowe. Now, I should be angry that they didn't... Friends of mine, you know, I should be pissed off that they didn't invite me to be a part of this. Uh, what's up with that, John Rich? How are you, my brother? I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. I got. T- I, I don't know who sent it to me. I got two cases of your whiskey sent to my house. Did you not send it, Redneck Riviera Whiskey? Well, I totally messed up because generally two cases only last you a weekend, man. I three or four. <laughs> By the way, you know that's a lie because the times we've been out together, you cannot hang out with John Rich and not do a shot of whiskey. Now, I'm going to be very honest. I'm not a whiskey drinker. I am not a scotch drinker. I hate the smell of alcohol. Now, I've, my Tito's I have with water and a little bit of lime juice just to kill the taste of the alcohol because I can't stand it. Meanwhile, you drink that crap straight. I don't know how you do it. Well, you see, you drink the kind of cocktails. I know what you drink. My little sister drinks those kind of drinks. <laughs> and it comes so with I, an I, umbrella, too. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed. To, my manhood is not threatened by my Tito's. I'll put it that way. Sometimes <laughs> hey, I'll even put some pineapple juice in it. Uh, hey, I will tell you, Sean, that Redneck Riviera Whiskey, we've now raised over a million dollars that we've given back to Folds of Honor. Uh, RedneckRiviera.com has 11,000 stores now that are carrying this product, and a lot of that thanks goes to you for supporting it since day one, brother. I appreciate it. Now, listen, you know what? It's awesome. Uh, 
All right, so tell me about this idea, you and Mike Rowe. By the way, Mike Rowe had the two shows that I'd want to do in life. I want to do the Dirty Job show, and I would want to do, I would want to be the voice of Deadliest Catch. Do you not love those shows? Yeah, man. I mean, Mike's got one of the best voices out there, and, you know, what he stands for is so American. I mean, get dirty, get your hands into it, go make something out of yourself you know, trade work, those kinds of things. He's just a great guy. I had two very cool experiences recently. Um, I'm in a restaurant, and, you know, the the owner recognizes me from TV. After 25 years, that occasionally happens. And anyways, and, and in both cases, there were people in the kitchen that wanted to meet me. And I go back in the kitchen, and I'm hanging out there, and I'm like, you have no idea. Guys, this is where my life started in the kitchen of a restaurant when I was a dishwasher. And I said, I didn't have that machine that you all have that really works well. I did it by hand and in a very busy place. And then I became a cook at 13, a dishwasher at 12. And I just love these guys. And we're hanging out. I'm buying them beers. We're having a great time. And it was, it was so fun. Um, because you know what? We forget. We, you People like us in the public eye, we get more praise than we deserve. Let's be honest. And all these people that really make this country great don't get the recognition they deserve. And me just hanging out with them meant a lot to them. And I'm like, no, it means a lot to me to hang out. Well, can you imagine America without people willing to do the tough jobs? We wouldn't have a country, Sean. Nope. And, and, and our culture right now and our people leading our government right now, they, they put this narrative out that, hey, you should have what you want when you want it. And if you don't get it, by God, go out there and throw a fit. And that's not what it's about. It, it, the Declaration of Independence doesn't say you have the right to be happy. No, it it's you have the right to pursue gone. happiness. That's it's even what it's, all about. it's even worse than that. They want to empower their government to go steal everyone else's money and then give it to you. Right. Exactly. That our country wasn't built that way. And honestly, it can't survive that way. And it's time uh, that Americans remember. Listen, Sean. There's a lot of welders and plumbers and electricians out there making 100000 dollars a year right now. I mean, making a lot more than, than a lot of college graduates. Hard work has integrity. Mike Rowe, he, listen, he exemplifies that. That's how I live. That's how you well, By the way, it's you and I don't get to live like Mike Rowe. Let me host one episode of Dirty Jobs, and I want to I narrate one episode of Deadliest Cat. What kind of glutton for punishment are you? Do you realize I'm the kind of guy that could actually make that happen? Yeah. You know? I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do both of those things in a heartbeat. I mean, I am the biggest fan. I am so sad at the number of deaths on uh, of these great fishermen, these these guys that go out in these treacherous waters, you know, with 50 foot swells to get us crab every year. I mean, it's the most dangerous job. And we lost a number of them in the last couple of years. It breaks my heart. Well, like we were talking about down in Florida a couple of weeks ago. You know, there are a lot of shows out there that are worth watching. There are a lot of shows that are that are that are great fun. There are a lot of shows that are exciting, but most of them are scripted. And on Dirty Jobs, we never did a second take. And on Deadliest Catch, you cannot script the Bering Sea. You can. And if, you're, if you're really into reality, I'm like before that, back when that word used to mean the presence of real things. <laughs> then, uh, by the way, if you sent me out one day into the Bering Sea, uh, I would I would be puking my brains out with those swells. There'd be nothing left with me, and I'd have to have like five cases of Redneck Riviera whiskey with me to just, you know, hydrate. <laughs> well, that's the thing about throwing up, man. When you think you're done, 
Ah, not you're never done. done. You're never done. And then you get the hey. dry heaves, which are worse. But by the way, you'll get that, Mike, if you ever go partying with John Rich. I'm warning you. Uh, well, John, uh, I'm sorry. What do you want to say? I just wanted to tell you that at long last, in my hands right now, I am holding an autographed poster from Deadliest Catch signed by all the captains. I'm going to send it to you for Christmas. My foundation got your very generous donation. Finally. Yeah. I don't complain. It, look, good things come to those who wait. Right. All right. These guys, it, it, these guys are busy catching your supper, but they all <laughs> call, they they all signed the poster, and uh, I think you're going to love it. Do you tell these guys that I I always try to send a message that I love these guys and I love this show and I admire them so much? They know they have a fan in New York. They Maybe do, just, but they know it's you. You know, John. You and I, John grew up, a lot of people don't know this. Now, here's a guy selling Redneck Riviera whiskey um, and and sing a, singing songs about putting a little bang in your yin-yang and come along and uh, and having a good old time. And his dad was a hardcore, you know, fire and brimstone preacher. Did you know that, Mike? Yeah, he's a prison preacher. I know. And, and he, that's a whole different level of uh, uh, liturgy, if you will. I got a story about that, but John, uh, what was it like with your dad growing up? Well, so we had four kids. I'm the oldest of four. Lived in a double-wide trailer out in Amarillo, Texas. Nothing fancy. And, you know, Mike and I were talking earlier about Christmas. Christmas is one of the most stressful times for parents who are in the lower or middle-income brackets in this country because they want to provide a good Christmas for their kids, and they don't have the money. And so I remember my dad being in that position and about September of every year, he would start taking extra jobs. So I remember he was working at a hog barn feeding pigs. He was a night watchman at the local bank, selling used cars, mowing people's grass, whatever he could do, building up his money so he could provide us with Christmas presents. And, you know, there's so much integrity in that. There's so much pride that goes along with that of taking care of your family and you know, the silly little song me and Mike wrote, Santa's got a dirty job. Mike made a great comment. He said, you know, Santa Claus is, is tens of millions of parents. You know, that, that's what that is. And, and America's not. Uh, all right. Easy, right easy there, John. There might be some youngsters <laughs> listening. I, I know it's not our key demographic, but trust me. Uh, uh, did we lose John Rich? We just dropped. We just dropped John Rich. Yeah, um, heck with you. I'm all yours. Uh, you, you know, but it, it really is true. I mean, when I would watch 30 jobs, I mean, s some of them, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I remember like one episode. I could not do this episode where you were literally barely able to squeeze into this tight space and you had to scoop out all that grease. Do you remember that? Uh, vividly. Yeah. Look, there were a lot of <laughs> cases. Yeah. There were a lot of there, uh, dirty jobs really came down to very high places, very low places, very tight places, yeah. and very dirty places. And it was amazing. You know, I, I, I really thought I had enough powder to get through one full season of stuff. Uh, and then we did all the jobs that I wanted to do, and then we turned it over to the viewers. And I, I tell you, Sean, God's honest truth, every segment we did on that show, we did 300 and after the first season, they were all suggested by viewers. And, no. you know, I know you feel the same way about your audience. You know, I do. people you work for don't necessarily sign your check, but they listen to you, you know, and they watch you. And well, they can fire me if they stop listening and stop watching. In a heartbeat, 
So we better be interesting in these next five minutes. No, that's true. You know, I will tell you, because, John, before you dropped, uh, you were talking about your dad. But, you know, my mom was a prison guard. My mom would work, you know, 40 days in a row, 16-hour shifts. Mm. You know, I, I think it's one of the reasons she died young. But um, my dad, too. I mean, he was a, a family court probation guy, but he worked every Friday, Saturday, Sunday as a waiter. I mean, they, they didn't buy new cars when I was young. They got one when they got older. Um, I wasn't successful, really, enough before they died. Uh, otherwise, I'd give, you know, I would have bought them new houses and cars and anything they wanted. I wish I wish they lived longer. They didn't, sadly. Yeah, I mean, listen, hard work. Uh, if, if, you, if you're doing what you love, even if you're not making a bunch of money at it, but you love doing it, keep doing it. Keep doing it. I, I call it short ball, long ball. You know, you do the short ball, that's what's paying the bills. But you've got this American dream in mind that someday... You'd like to be doing that, mm-hmm. and that's the pursuit of happiness, and you chip away at that longer-term goal, and to me, that's what makes America so special, Sean. It's why there's people lined up to come in the country, and there's no lines going out. We're the only country that offers that. I don't know why. I'm grateful that I come from working-class roots. I think both of you are as well, because that's reality for most people, and they don't get a pat on the back. People don't ask for a selfie and, and an autograph, et cetera. But they deserve it. And without it, we don't have a country. I'll give you both 20 seconds each. Mike. Well, John writes songs about that very thing. He celebrates those very people uh, in three minutes or less, typically. I make TV shows about those people. In the end, we are a function of what we pay attention to. Uh, You're a success, Sean, because you pay attention to a lot of things that many others ignore. I think John does the same thing, and I try and do the same as well. We're all very blessed. I can say that. Your dad was right, uh, John Rich. Well, I'm proud of our country. I, I feel blessed that I was born here. Amen. Uh, every, day, every day I get up, I go, you know what, man? Sky's the limit. Let's go. I teach my kids that, going, guys, I can buy you the baseball bat, but you've got to go make the team, and you've got to hit the home run. That's how this, that's how this thing works, and there is integrity and in failure. Failure is part of the part of the equation, guys. We all know that. But God opens doors for people who have enough nerve to run through the door. So have the nerve, and He'll show you the path. Well said, both of you. Uh, anyway, great song. We'll put it up on Hannity.com. John Rich, Mike Rowe. They abandoned their friend Sean Hannity, who should have been a part of it. They just <laughs> totally ignored me. They totally dissed me. They put me on the, the naughty list, I guess. Uh, but anyway, I'm still going to I'm still going to promote it and put it on Hannity.com and everybody should download it and send it to friends. Uh, guys, love you both. Thanks for being with us. Have, Merry Christmas to both of you. Take, Merry take Christmas, care, pal. 800-941 and happy Hanukkah to everybody as well. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number. When we come back, we'll hit, our, hit the phones hard straight ahead. Hi, 25 now to the top of the hour. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. we got a great show on the Fox News Channel. Tell you about that in mere moments. You know, it's not only Joe Biden that's been mumbling and bumbling and stumbling. I don't know how I missed this Nancy Pelosi moment from a couple of weeks ago. The other thing that we're getting are we're sending stuff over to the Senate. Well, it's most of the product that we've done is, except now we, we may have added in the last day or so. And some of what we added is Senate. To the bill, like a hearing. Bernie doesn't like hearing. Excuse me. Bernie loves hearing. <laughs> Manchin doesn't want hearing in the bill. All that stuff. Um, 
So somebody sent it, or in it, and then we had the family medical need. We figured if they're putting things in, then we can put something in, if, even if Mansion doesn't like it. So, um, uh, so we are getting some bird and privilege. I think I think mostly we're getting privilege scrub, because privilege drug is deadly to a bill. Bird is important. It's you have to take it out, but privilege violation can take you out. So, so we're, again, getting that as we go along as well. But when we pass a bill, then they will see it in its aggregate and make uh, some... Any concerns that any of this is, quote, messaging because that they have to take some of those things out regardless, no matter what you send over? You said you weren't going to send a, a messaging bill. No, no, we're going to send a messaging bill, but we um, want to be sure that what we send is not birdable or bird bath or privilege scrub. They're the two um, exercises we're engaged, bathing exercises we're engaged in. And um, uh, we're getting good responses. There's no bad answer. You know, it is what it is. Uh, I wonder if she's drinking out of the same container Joe's drinking out of, because it sounds like Joe. Uh, let us say hi to Becky is in Montana. Becky, hi. How are you? Glad you called. Thanks for having me. Hey, um, just yesterday, yesterday, Thursday, my nephew, an Iraq War veteran, was denied placement on a kidney donor list. Because well, let me guess. Reasons. He wasn't vaccinated. Yes. Does he have natural immunity? Yes. Mm-hmm. He had COVID I- two months ago. And uh, he. By the way, he's, if he had it two months ago, he's he's not even supposed to get the vaccine at this point. It's too exactly. early. It's too early. Uh, you know, I get, who knows? It might have changed in the last hour because that's what usually happens. It changes yeah, hourly. Right, his doctor here in Montana takes care of him, advises him against it. I tell you what I would do if I was him, and you know, I'm I say this knowing that many people can't afford what I have to afford, which is lawyers. Right now, that's what we're looking at. It's terrible. I would, I would, there's got to be a good lawyer that is passionate about this. As a matter of fact, we have a legal center, if Linda, you know, wants to jump on, um, that actually is helping. That would helped. be awesome. See, here's our problem, Sean. We live in Montana, okay? And there's no kidney transplant doctors here in Montana. No, no facility at all. If that was the case, it would be easy, right? Wouldn't have a problem. The problem is we're in a region, and this region is, guess what, Washington and Oregon. Well, let me put Linda on. Linda, what's the name yeah, of that place? Yeah, so, so we have an awesome organization that we've been working awesome. with. Awesome. They're doing awesome. They're fantastic. And uh, they do these amazing David versus Goliath, you know, cases, and they're winning. And it's called the Liberty Justice Center. The president is Pat Hughes. We had his lead attorney on the other day. His name is Daniel Sir. It's the Liberty Justice Center. They are the people that just won the case for the um, grocery store worker in Louisiana. They went to the first, uh, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. We've got now 10 states that we just won out in Missouri. Um, you know, so this this is having a, a big effect. They're representing nurses, teachers, and um, I would definitely recommend for you to check out the Liberty Justice Center. It's a nonprofit. They're taking on all sorts of, you know, the everyday people like you and me. Right. Okay. The problem is we have no money. I mean, we're trying to save. It's a nonprofit. They're not yeah, going to take okay, your money. That's the whole that's point. What we need. Yeah. It's 
heartbreaking. He is so upset. He's disheartened. He's a he is honorable veteran, served in Iraq War. You know, he called me the other day and said, you know, Auntie, I've been to war. Been to war. This is worse. This is worse. Well, sadly, they don't care about the fact that he went to war. They don't care about the fact that he gave his life to God and country. And they don't care don't about care. the fact that he could die. They don't care. Joe Biden care. doesn't care. I got. To, I hope that helps you out a lot. Becky, does, thank John. you. I appreciate you so much. I'm so, so sorry you have to go, go through this. And find this? Yeah, we'll, we'll put you it's on the hold. Li- mo- it's, it's the libertyjusticecenter.org for everyone out there. Libertyjusticecenter.org. We'll put it up on Hannity.com. Make it easy for everybody, okay? Uh, Justin is in New York. What Linda sounds like she's from, even though she's from Pennsylvania. What's going on, Justin? How are you? Sean, I'm doing well. How are you, brother? I'm good, man. What's going on? Not too much. Been uh, been listening the last few days, and I just uh, noticed a lot more uh, talks of monoclonal antibodies have ramped up a bit um, between your show and in, in government and whatnot, or well, lack in government. I guess my reason for calling was uh, I guess I, I just wanted to maybe express disappointment, but at the same time raise awareness on these antibodies. Um, I personally had COVID, and uh, and I received a um, Regeneron and Remdesivir. And uh, in a matter of two to three days, I believe I, I, I was just about back to normal. Well, that's um, that's by the way, that is the average, especially with not remdesivir, but but certainly with Regeneron and monoclonal antibodies. That is exactly what I hear. Oh, I I can't think of a case where I didn't hear that. How soon after your diagnosis did you get the infusion? Uh, so on, on, on my on the second day of my my stint with COVID, I got the infusion. Uh, I woke up the next morning. I felt better. I wouldn't say 100 percent. I definitely felt better. And like like I said before, by days day three into into four, I felt back to about 100 percent. Almost um, everybody I've talked to between 48 and 72 hours again, taken early. If you get a positive COVID test, I don't care if it's a breakthrough case. I don't care if you're not a it's an you're not vaccinated case immediately call your doctor ask about monoclonal antibodies most people i guarantee you if we start doing man on the street interviews they're not going to know what it is i want this audience informed because everybody that i know that got a positive test and immediately gets the infusion they're telling me the exact same thing you said but ask your doctor So, so that brings me to two other things. First and foremost, I, my, my father had uh, gotten COVID uh, recently, and I had suggested those to him. I suggested those to him. I had a friend of mine also, a good friend from out of state, uh, message me. A, a bunch of us guys are from school or back in school or in a group message and said, guys, I, I got COVID really bad. I'm, I'm scared. I don't know what the heck to do. And, you know, what? everybody's kind of guys are shooting their their knowledge and whatnot and i came up and said his, his name is uh, uh, well i'll give you a different name is jack um we uh i got monoclonal antibodies when i got when i got it and and i really strongly suggest you go get it so he did and he was on his eighth day when he actually got it and he was having to throwing up blo- or i'm sorry coughing up blood and uh really in a bad way um, he got the antibodies, and in two to three days after he got the antibodies, midway through what should have been his stint with COVID, he's recovered completely. It, sa- it sounds to me like he was a candidate for this cyclotic storm, as they call it, in his lungs, or COVID lung, as they call it, or uh, COVID pneumonia, some people call it, whatever it is. He, he Listen, eight, day eight is usually, you know, you're at the on the far end of this now. It's always better to get it 
early, immediately. COVID test, call doctor, set up infusion. That's what that's as long as your doctor approves it. Um, But I'll tell you, the reason I keep mentioning it is because nobody else is. Nobody else is talking about it. And it is. And, you know, what I loved about what uh, Ron DeSantis did down in Florida with Delta, the Delta variant, we had all these breakthrough cases, fully vaccinated people, including friends of mine, a husband and wife getting a breakthrough case, fully vaccinated. And they got there. They went to one of the monoclonal antibody centers that was set up by Ron DeSantis and 48 hours. They both felt great. I mean, it's I've gotten that back every single time. I'm not a doctor, though. You got to check with your doctor. But, you know, look, I, I, I want people to know as much as possible, which is why I put on so many varying voices, some that I agree and some that I disagree with. And, you know, it's like remember when Joe Rogan got sick and all these people beating the crap out of him that he's taking horse dewormer. No, they, I, I, I mean, it just drives me nuts. He apparently got the infusion and he used it. As he said, they threw everything at it and he's better. You know what? I'm glad Joe is better. I'm glad Joe is healthy. I don't give a rip what he used as long as it works. And I, you know, that's why I'm telling people take it seriously. Take into account your unique medical history, current condition. Talk to your doctor, your doctors and make informed decisions. Vaxxed or unvaxxed. If you get a positive covid test, you need to call your doctor and ask what about monoclonal antibodies. This guy Hannity on the radio says, I need to ask you about it. All right. And I'm not saying to do it, but everybody that I know that did it got the same results as you. Sean, you know what drives me absolutely crazy about this? And and I'm going to piggyback off of you just for a second is that I had to tell my father and I had to tell my friend, not the government. How did you, by the way, how did you know, how did you know about it? That's a good question. Um, well, I, I, Sean Hannity's one person I heard it from, but I also my uh, my number my my buddy number forty five there he got it so that you know I, I was curious with that and 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 again I'm I'm a I'm a competitive athlete I I do powerlifting and my health is first and foremost so I I went if I get a headache I take Advil if I break my leg I I go to the doctor and get treatment so the same thing with this I, I what the heck is the treatment so I did a little research and and again your show nighttime and your radio show I have heard about it plenty and plenty and then when I finally got it I I, I marched as soon as I saw the positive test Sean I marched directly to the local hospital good for you and uh, and, and had them and there are many hospitals in New hours. York that don't even have it available I will that's, tell you this there's problem. there's hardly a day that goes by now in my life where I don't get a call what's that thing you talk about on the radio that's how the question comes in it's you you keep mentioning that you need to if you get a positive test to to, to get an infusion or something or high profile politicians that you would think know this you know, I talked to one that had a breakthrough case, and I said, "Are you, are you going to get? Are you going to get Regeneron?" Uh, oh yeah, what is that again? I, that was the answer, and I realized, you know what? I got a responsibility here to at least let people be informed, but of course, check with your doctor. Notice, the, you know, notice here too, Justin. I'm not a doctor, dude. I'm 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 just somebody that has covered this story extensively, and anecdotally, I hear from people like you, and I hear I interview all these doctors, and they're all telling me the same thing. So I tell people what if you get a positive test, call your doctor and ask an informed question. And if you trust me, your doctor will probably be impressed that you know what monoclonal antibodies are. 
Florida. Dave is next. Sean Hannity show. Dave, you're you're smart, and I'm a jackass and an idiot because I live in New York. So anyway, you're a lot more <laughs> smarter gonna, than I am. I was going to say something. I'm sorry you had to work and uh, live in New York, but uh, Merry Christmas to you and your staff. Oh, thank I you. I just wanted to chime in on the uh, abortion issue thing there. Now, there's uh, in comparison with animals, they've got federal, of course, state, and every county on the East uh, Atlantic Coast has laws as well protecting unborn sea turtles, which don't get me wrong. I'm all about animal rights, especially endangered and threatened. But, um, you know, we refer to the unborn human as a fetus, not a human being. And yet these unborn sea turtles are referred to as unborn sea turtles. And that's the sickening part there. And these law, you know, the civil penalties on the uh, federal are 25,000 upwards. Oh, it's real. By the way, it's funny you say this. Many, many, many years ago, I bought a condo down in Florida. It was a new building that was going up, right? And I I got in early because I liked it. It was on the Gulf. I had a great view. And but I was warned when I signed the contract. Now, if at any point turtles, you know, buried their eggs in the sand on the location or the site where they were building this this building um just so you know ahead of time it might delay construction for however many months until the turtles make their way to the to the you know water and swim away and i'm like huh and i'm like so you're telling me that if turtles lay eggs that all construction stops and then i was told "Uh uh-huh uh and that there are inspectors on a regular basis that come by to see if there's any turtle places that eggs and if they identify it actually mark it and and put like a fence around it so the yes they do you know in flagler county they do that here and there was actually down in marion county the uh florida wildlife commission was actually threatening the people who help the turtles like because of the lights things will go the wrong way they would pick them up and put them in the ocean hey you can't do that it's against the law So, you know, I'm just saying that point there is it shows how stiff they are with these penalties and do not interfere whatsoever or we're going to fine you and put you in jail. You can't make this up. I'll put it that way. I got to run, though. Thanks for the call. Appreciate you being with us. 